Let's head over to the Cardio Newsline here at 737, joined by Tom Strand, president of the Colorado Springs City Council, following a lengthy meeting last night. Tom, thank you for joining us here on Cardio's Morning News, and let's talk a little bit about uh, that uh, controversial move when it comes to the Sunset Amphitheater. I believe you guys were in session till about, what, one in this morning, uh, hearing from public concerned over uh, that part of northern Colorado Springs. Yeah, hey, this is Tom, and... Uh... Uh, yesterday was the longest meeting that I have attended in eight years, so 16 hours. Uh, we started at 9 o'clock and finished at 1, uh, 1 a.m. in the morning and uh, spent uh, probably four and a half hours on the amphitheater uh, application uh, in, in the northeast sector there. That uh, A decision was made, uh, I think, in November uh, by our city planning commission uh, to approve the applications. There were three actually that we voted on dealing with going forward with the 8,000 person uh, amphitheater. And uh, yeah, it, it, it was quite a, a long meeting. Uh, it, it was uh, very emotional for a lot of people. Uh, the, the, the community that lives uh, or would, would live in and around the area was well represented. And uh, I would say I, I probably took 45 to 50 uh, comments uh, from the community members, and, and uh, I know many of them are disappointed with the final outcome, which was an eight-to-one vote uh, to deny their appeal. And with that in mind, you know, as a city councilman, you know, how do you balance the uh, the need for growth and economic development here in the city with uh, such a large outcry from uh, the neighbors? You know, great question. Uh, We've been working this for about a year, this this project or application, and uh, at least for me, you know, I, I balance the needs. I listen to everybody. I try and share their pain, uh, but I, uh, I, you know, I as an at-large council member represent almost a half million people in the city, and uh, I have to look at what's in the best interest of our 200 square miles and, and half million people in terms of going forward with economic development. Uh, which are, you know, over a long period of time and the multi-million dollars for this project in terms of jobs uh, for people that live in our city uh, and, uh, you know, the issues that the, the constituents who live nearby that area, you know, very important issues concerning traffic and parking, uh, concerning noise and light, uh, and I understand that. Uh, the responses uh, from uh, the applicant, the, the the people that want to build this amphitheater uh, were very persuasive uh, in terms of noise and light and how they're going to deal with parking. Yeah, it's definitely been one of those long-term issues. And as you mentioned, you represent, you know, all of Colorado Springs, you know, some 200 square miles. As you mentioned, there was another big issue that uh, was uh, really a lot of uh, discussion, obviously, before the issue with Sunset Amphitheater, and that was the uh, water rule as well when it comes to future annexation and future growth in the city as well. Yeah, you know, that was a five to four vote uh, uh, in favor of passing this water ordinance, which was proposed by our uh, Colorado Utilities, Uh, and uh, I was on the short end of that. I was one of the four that, you know, really thought this ordinance, uh, the the risk aversion of having enough water going forward, uh, to me, uh, did not outweigh at least the evidence I had, and, and, you know, trying to figure out what our snowpack's going to be and how much rain we're going to get and, and what water will draw from the Colorado River and Arkansas Rivers. 
uh, you know, I felt this was something that, you know, maybe we should look at in a year from now uh, and take another look at what our water is. Uh, uh, they want to have 130% of the requirement uh, so that we're very conservative. Uh, but I felt that the need for additional housing uh, for our people, especially on the, you know, the southwest side of town where, where this project uh, later and, and the ordinance is different than the annexation agreement that we'll look at, uh, I think, probably uh, later this month or early in February. Uh, I just felt that uh, we need to take a breath uh, and that it was more important that we provide affordable housing for our community. Absolutely. And, you know, Tom, another question, and this is something, you know, we get a lot of emails here into the uh, KRD newsroom. Uh, of course, you do as well as the city councilman. And we've been getting a lot of emails regarding this uh, retool COS proposal. Can you get us up to speed on what that is? <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, retool COS is really a part of our Chapter 7 of our city code, and it deals with zoning. And uh, <coughs> we haven't updated this. I think since 1980 or so. Uh, so we're looking at, you know, 35 or 40 years of zoning that, you know, we've been working three years now to update this and make it reflect, I think, what we need in zoning, again, to uh, support more opportunities for housing, uh, you know, whether it's multifamily or single family or duplexes. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, that was delayed. Uh, and, uh, you know, we wanted to look at some other issues, again, very well attended by the public, uh, probably 80 people in chambers. Uh, we delayed it to the 24th, uh, two weeks from, from yesterday. Uh, and so retool is all about zoning and <laughs> in some cases, flexibility of, of how we can do different zoning, uh, to, to provide again, more opportunities for commercial. Uh, and residential housing. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting balance. And as you, get, as you mentioned, it'll be back before the council on the 24th. Well, Tom, we appreciate your time in uh, joining us here this morning on KRDO's Morning News with these updates uh, and look to talk for, or look forward to talking with you soon. Always my pleasure. Have a good Wednesday.